Welcome to Notes from the Field, brought to you by Noeo Science. Hey, Gordon. How are you doing, Will? I am well. A little out of breath from biking yeah, over biking here. Biking over so here. I'll may, I'll either <laughs> so think I better... I'm old and washed up or think I really exercised hard on my way here, whatever you prefer. Right. Good to be here. It is good to be here. Happy Friday. Yes. All right. Well, we have another creature feature here. We're never going to run out. No, we're not. You I know. mean, we can, uh, you know, we'll be long gone and we'll, we won't even... They'll have, have some scratch the surface. Yeah, they'll have some AI, Dr. Gordon Wilson, <laughs> doing creature features for next millennium. Um, what do you think the best estimate on species numbers? Oh uh, well, if you, know, you had well, to pick one, a well, range, a you know, range. They, the the actual the actual um, count is somewhere between one and two million right yeah. now. Yeah, um, and that number just. Uh, varies depending on the authority and how people define species. Right. There's a lot of different definitions of species. Yep. The lumpers and, and splitters. Lumpers and splitters. And uh, so we're, it's always a, a nebulous uh, number. Uh, yeah. Even though, I mean, one, it's hard to track because there's always new ones trickling in. Um, but even on an estimate on the flowering plants, I saw this weird range of uh, something like uh, 250,000 species to 400,000. That's a huge range. It's a big range. Um, and so I'm, wow. not, I'm not sure why that, uh, I'm assuming it's because you have different authorities. Yeah. Um, you know, this is one species. No, this is several. Uh, and that adds up. Yeah. So anyway... We're dealing We're, with a group that's a little more yeah, easier is, to get a, yeah, her, a relatively are, firm yeah. handle on here. Yeah. Yeah. And it, this is a very distinct species um, really that we're going to talk about. Out. And it really is one of my favorites of all time. There's yeah. a lot of, uh, um, yeah, I just like it. It is the rubber boa. Yes. Um, it's a, this snake... Some of you have, if if you've lived out west, particularly northwest, but it gets down into the southwest a little bit, southern California. Idaho kind of features prominently in the center of its distribution. Oh, yeah, it is. The whole, uh, state. The whole state is just, um, yeah, covered. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's habitats where it's not found in the right. state, but it's 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 widely it's widespread. And. Um, Let's just talk a little bit about how endearing this this snake is. Yeah, it, it is a nice it is a nice snake both in its <laughs> looks, yeah, and its demeanor. It is. It's um, a nice guy. Um, if if I'm working somebody who's got ophidiophobia, Ooh. which is the uh, fear of snakes, I'm scared of that word. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I have a twelve step program. <laughs> <laughs> for those. And of course, the first step is to start them off with the rubber boa. You know, low threshold. It is Make it really slow. It doesn't have a, it doesn't have skittish movements. The only time it seems to move fast is when it's uh, feeding, where it's striking its uh, prey and then wrapping coils. Yeah. But generally a very slow moving snake. It's got a blunt. 
head, and um, it doesn't have a distinct neck. Yeah, that's its true. Head or, its head kind of is like about a, as a, wide a, as its neck. Football lineman. Yeah, just a, yeah, very, exactly. Yeah, no Not distinct much head, a, that's no, so true. Exactly. It'd be interesting to see the skeleton of a rubber boa. Yeah, well, a lot of snake skeletons, um, yeah, it's going to have its differences from other snakes, but yeah. uh, snakes, skeletons, just a skull with a sort of minimalistic skull, so it's very flexible to wrap around prey that's larger than their head. Yep. Um, two halves of their uh, lower jaw are separate so that they can, um, so they can separate while they're uh, eating something big. And uh, their upper skull, their uh, also walks over their prey. So, yeah, and they're mostly just a rib cage. Mostly I mean, ribs got, and vertebra, right? Yeah, vertebra and rib cage uh, all the way down. And uh, rubber boas also have a blunt tail that's yeah. sort of a faux head. Um, and they, yeah, they, they use that in real interesting ways. We can talk about that later. But have you ever had uh, any experience? Oh, I've gotten spoiled. Uh, not looking for the second time. I might have been kind of hoping to see the one. But the first time, we were driving up the Coeur d'Alene one weekend. And there's a little nature reserve on the right. I think it's a nature conservancy property on the... On the east side of the highway, kind of just on the southern fringes of the of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Okay, so um, as you come down the Cougar Bay, Micah Bay? Yeah, I think Cougar it's Cougar Bay area. Col- I think there's a little okay. nature conservancy property. And we drove in and, and hiked this little trail, and there was a little piece of corrugated roofing just set sitting there. And so I knew just because I've, 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 know, I've known herpetologists, I've known you, I've, I've looked for herps a little bit myself. And I know one of the things that herpetologists tend to do is set out these artificial coverings Yeah. Um, because snakes tend to really be drawn to them. Yeah, they like, um, yeah. Plywood, they, they carpet, like, yeah. little corrugated tin. And so yeah. I thought to myself, I wonder, and it was spring, probably May-ish, I just wonder, and I go flip it over, and sure enough, I've never never seen one of these, and ne- maybe even never seen a video of them, maybe seen one or two photos, and there's right. a little tiny rubber boa. And that's what I thought it was when I saw it. It looked like a giant millipede at first right. to me, kind of the same shape, if you're yeah. not looking too closely. Yeah. Pick it up and have a little video uh, that I'll share of, oh, yeah. uh, of, this, that would be of great. this little guy, and he just hung out. Several of my kids got to hold him. And we just had a ball. Was it, was it um, a baby? Or I would say about, it was about a foot or a little yeah, over a foot. foot, maybe foot and a half. So pretty young. Yeah. I think they get up to three feet, maybe really large well, ones. Well, the largest is 33 inches. Okay. okay. So under a yard. And uh, yeah, I've, um, you know, my one experience, well, I have several, but, um, and I'll tell you the sort of this longstanding joke here at NSA. Um, I've been here for 19 years, and when the season arrives, when weather gets warm and I get that herp fever, which is uh, looking for reptiles and amphibians, I'm out in any kind of habitat in the Palouse, and like Will said, Idaho is in the center of its distribution, so um, I know where to look. I know good habitat. Yeah. And I have flipped countless juicy logs and rocks and in good habitat for the rubber boa for 19 years here. And they're not rare. I mean, they're seldom seen because they're mostly um, 
in rodent burrows. They're mostly underground. They're nocturnal, so yep. they're not up on the surface often. Yeah. But like, you know, like other snakes, you'll find them undercover. And um, I have just been royally skunked. Totally skunked by that little yes. creature. Now, and then various friends, uh, people in the church and, you know, people I know. So I found, you know, we were out hiking and like you, and we found a rubber boa and we found a rubber boa and we found a rubber boa. And it's like, they, and I keep getting this um, stuff. And, uh, you know, Gordon's I, doctors I, I, prescribed some medication for that yeah, moment I, when his blood I, pressure I, of spikes. Course, I, 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 of course, uh, you know, it, jokingly look like I'm, you know, um, furious, furious with <laughs> with the, with them for finding something that's been eluding me for all these years. Yeah, um, you're a gracious but, man. But and uh, and several people have uh, bequeathed them to me. They they catch it and they they give it to me. And I try, and this is not my problem. Uh, often ro- adult rubber boas just refuse to feed huh. um, in captivity. And it's partly because the white mice that we have for feeder mice, um, they're just not, uh, they're not. Uh, not gamey enough. Uh, well, yeah, it's, what's the word? It's, they're not imprinted on that, that uh, they, they're not white-footed deer mice or they're not right. bulls or the whatever they're, they're used to. Different. Yeah. Uh, so the scent's wrong and they just kind of snub. N- not every rubber boa that's been caught is like that, but the ones I got just went on a hunger strike. And so I have to release them. Yeah. Uh, and and you have but, one currently, but I right? do have one currently, and it's because someone had given me a baby. It was a neonate. It was, I I don't know. I've I've looked up in my my advisor's uh, big book, Snakes of the United States and Canada, um, Carl Ernst and Evelyn Ernst. Oh, I love um, it. They. Uh, wrote this uh, book, uh, a good general reference book on snakes of the United States and Canada. And, um, you know, they they put the size of the babies and the, the babies are just under, the, the smallest babies are just under seven inches. But the one that I got seemed to be smaller than that. Um, I didn't measure it, but yeah. it seemed like more like five inches so but, pretty pretty fresh and, but, the, and these uh, the, yeah it was it was definitely on the on the uh if it was seven inches it was certainly um you know at that if that's the smallest they come but it yeah. seemed like it was smaller it looked like an earthworm and um i thought well you know it's small but it hasn't been imprinted on wild game yet so i'm gonna try to rear it and um i fed it Baby, baby, captive mice. I mean, really small pinkies. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see a baby rubber boa eat a pinky, it's it's like you're witnessing an earthworm eating a. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah, to see that is a, a small snake like that eating a tiny. Some, I mean, it something is something as wider, wider than itself. Yeah, yeah. It was just weird to see some small snake like that. Eat, yeah, eat a a tiny mouse. And, uh, and it ate and it, I've kept it for the last six years or so. And it's now just under 20 inches, I'd say. Nice. So it's getting to be, um, 
you know, getting to be full size. The thing that struck me, uh, I, when I held a rubber boa, there's a, we found one on a, a nature hike when I did a camp a couple of years ago up in Moscow Mountain. Inside a, inside a, a there's this big stump by the side of the road, and uh, a couple of students just pulled the bark back. This tree had been cut because it had fallen over or because when it was, was this? A, I'm it sorry. Was two years ago. Okay. Uh, some a student just pulled the bark back and laying right between the 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 bark and the the trunk of this dead tree, which was just a stump, was a was a, a rubber boa. Just kind of and then nestled you were in there. there. I was there. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So but I they found it. I was so. amazed that how docile. That's the thing that struck me is this thing is they wrapping so... around my hand and it's not it's not. You know, you can get a snake to calm down if and you're holding them right and they and they kind of calm mm-hmm. down, but this snake had they no start off. They no start problem. Off. Yeah. Didn't want to leave, was fine, was content. Yeah. And, uh, and they, had, they the do had love, textures really. Oh, be, the, the That's scales. why they're called rubber boas, yeah, right? They, they, tiny they, little scales. They are brown or olive green, um, tan, but all one color, not striped or blotched and shiny, shiny small scales, yeah. smooth. And so when you run your finger along a rubber boa, it feels like you're stroking satin. I mean, <laughs> it's just a, a very lovely uh, texture, blunt, blunt tail. And uh, just, I, I, I have had one close, uh, it was very close, me actually finding it. Uh, about three, four years ago, we were on a freshman hike at um, Kamiak Butte, and my colleague, uh, Jonathan McIntosh, was about 50, 60 feet ahead of me on the trail. And uh, it's it's one of those traditions that we're trying to do of the freshmen before they start their classes in the fall. Um, we, we take them on a hike. Um, yeah. It's sort of orientation week. And- um, Orientation to the general revelation yeah, of the yeah. area. And- um, uh, Jonathan says, Hey, what's this? And I jog up to him and lo and behold, it's a rubber boa. <laughs> uh, but I, I can't count that as one of my, I mean, I, it's I, really I, close though. uh, really close. I caught it. I identified it, but he found it. I think the only time I ever found one was when I was 14 out in, uh, Viola and my friend and I were, were, uh, just, rambling around the countryside. I was spending the night at his place and I flipped, we flipped this tin sheet and it was just hilarious because underneath this sheet uh, were a whole mess of garter snakes. And when we, you know, lifted the roof off, all the garter snakes just scattered uh, in all directions, slithering. Um, It was like an explosion of garter snakes. Yeah. And then uh, after they all slithered away at the bottom of the heap was this lone rubber boa. <laughs> so and you have found I one have one. found, but that was like. That counts, man. Uh, 14 years so ago. So the bar's higher. You uh, yeah. herp guys are tough on yourselves. Like, yeah. The way birders work, as long as you saw the bird, it counts. It doesn't right. matter who saw it first. First, yeah. Ooh, the herpers, yeah. That's, a yeah. Hard, that's, that's a harder benchmark. Yeah, yeah. And But that was my, yeah, I was 14. I was 14 and. Uh, all the the garter snakes slithered away, and this rubber boa just was sitting there, very still, and seemed to say, "Where did everybody go?" <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and, a little uh, less less mopey Eeyore. Yeah, and I picked version. it up, and it was it was great. But yeah, I'm waiting for that moment again. I'm hoping yeah. it's this summer. I I have a feeling. Um, yeah. I'm always thinking this summer, this summer. Yeah, no, I know. I've had birds like that too. Uh, so this creature, I remember just reading about it for the first time and being kind of shocked that there's a creature that someone at least has decided to call a boa yeah. that's in North America. Yeah, I And mean, I remember thinking at first, uh, so oh, wait, uh, it's yeah, not a this boa, boa it's is not kind a... of a loose definition apparently. But no. no it's, it's in the family boa day. But it's no, there's <clears> two, <throat> two North American boa. Yeah. Boa species. Rosy boa and uh, the rubber boa. Where are the <clears throat> rosy boas? They're farther south. Um, are they in uh, the U.S. continental? Uh, yeah. The rosy okay. boas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the exact distribution. I can look. Uh, and they're in this They're in this boa family. Yeah. They're in the boa family. And these guys are the, well, rubber boas are the highest latitude boa, I believe, in the, in the world. Yeah. Rosy boas are down in the southwest, okay. southern California, Arizona. Little, mm, yeah. Have you seen them? I've seen captive ones. Okay. They look a lot like rubber boas, except they have um, a gray and brown longitudinal stripes. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, very similar demeanor, uh, pretty mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they also, interestingly, these are um, viviparous. Yes, I was reading about that. What's viviparous? Viviparous. Big so there's, fancy name. there's three different viparouses. Mm-hmm. And the one that's vivi, of course, means alive. Yeah. And so they're live birth. Yeah, live You're birth. You're not going to find a clutch of rubber boa eggs. Yeah. So they are live birth. They often are in the amniotic sac when they come out and uh, little umbilical cord attached to, yeah. And uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Attached <laughs> to the yolk. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, neat that. They they uh, are live birth, and so yeah. so are garter snakes. Okay. A lot of higher latitude snakes uh, are, and even lizards are live birth because uh, the body. I mean, with uh, since they're cold blooded, yeah. Um, and if they're depositing their eggs in the ground, yeah, those eggs are vulnerable uh, to temperature changes, yep. and um, so. Uh, the strategy is to keep them in uh, in the body, yeah, because the 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 snake or the lizard can move and thermoregulate uh, behaviorally, right, and move the the babies where it's best to incubate them in the body. Yes, even though they can't generate the heat, they can move their body to where it's favorable temperatures. Right, you plop those eggs out and. Those They're, eggs are just vulnerable to whatever weird temperature extremes that's right. there are. So that's that's one of the advantages to being live birth when yeah. you're at higher latitudes. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, give us the picture of boas, just kind of broadly, you know, distribution in the world. How, where does the rubber boa in this little subfamily that I was reading about the, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, the Ursini. Ursini, Ursini, yeah, uh, kind of subfamily. They're a little bit different than than what we think of, or at least what I've thought of as the boa constrictor. Yeah, the boa constrictor. A lot of the boas that are typical have a very clear neck, um, 
you know, with that diamond shaped okay. head, Distinct almost like neck. a, almost like a viper, uh, uh, elongated diamond shaped head, Yep. clear neck, sometimes with pits, labial pits, which are infrared sensors, uh, on oh, the, uh, on the lining of their lips so they can see warm blooded prey at night. Um, pythons also. So there's that very clear boa gestalt for a yeah. lot of the boas, but and rubber boas don't fit that general look. So they're in their own, uh, the ground boas are in their own little group. Um, and, uh, yeah, with the blunt, the blunt head, hardly any neck. Yeah. Um, the, but the reason they're boas, uh, is that they have, um, oh, I can never remember. I think the Boidae versus the Pythonidae, um, the Boas um, uh, don't have it. I mean, it's one of those technical skeletal features. Mm. The way you distinguish Boas from Pythons is the presence or absence of teeth on the okay. maxillary bone. Okay. Um, or pre-maxillary bone. And so. So they're, they're um, very similar. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, so, so this is mostly an old world they, family. Th yeah, mostly old world. Mm -hmm. But there's there's some uh, boas and there's boa constrictors in Central South America. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there's other boas. I don't know the you know uh, the other members in, in the New World, but um, and so the these rubber yeah. boas they're small. There seems to be some sexual dimorphism I was reading about. The, yeah, the females, males tend to be a little bit bigger. heavier and longer. Yes. Is that true across most snake groups? Females? A lot of snakes. Yeah. Okay. A lot of snakes. The uh, females bigger. Okay. Again, never say never. And never these, say always. these creatures are hunting small mammals. Yeah, small mammals, um, but they'll take lizards and they'll take some birds and they'll take salamanders. They'll take uh, amphibian eggs. Um how are, how are they sensing their prey mostly? Yeah, with their their tongue. Okay. Their Olfactory tongue. sense yeah. of their tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Where they are sam like all snakes sam sampling sampling the the air uh picking up little scent molecules with their tongue and then wiping those molecules on their um Jacobson's organ in the roof of their mouth and then analyzing that uh they perceive that scent somehow, whether it's taste, smell, you know, we don't know how the, the snake perceives it. But, right. And so they, they can, uh, yeah. Cool. The, the cool thing about their blunt tail. Yeah. Is that they can, um, often, uh, coil up and put their blunt tail on the surface. So, uh, it's sort of a decoy head that uh, can de direct the predator if the predator's trying to kill the snake. It can grab, oh, there's the head. I'm going to crush the head. And they try to crush the serpent's head, to use a biblical phrase. Yeah. And they don't. They miss. It's the tail. And then the, the head comes out. Um, and uh, apparently to, a lot of adults have scarred tails. Yeah, especially scarred. Especially females, yeah. I've been reading. And the, the mom can also use it offensively. Uh, not just a defense decoy, but also when they come into a, uh, to their hunting mice, they can fend off the mother by striking at the mother with the tail. Okay. Wow. And the, 
the mom is freaking out because this fake head is striking at her. And then meanwhile, the real head is uh, uh, feeding on the on the nestling mice. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's pretty neat. That is cool. Um, the, the best way to get to know rubber boas, if you're out west and maybe you have better luck than me, uh, you know, uh, the etiquette for herping is when you flip a board, flip it back, yeah. flip a rock, flip it back, put it in its original position because you're flipping over all sorts of uh, real estate of creatures. Yep. Um, lots of things besides snakes live under rocks and uh, we want to put that that uh, microhabitat back in place. Yeah. And um but that's where that's how you look. And maybe you'll be uh more fortunate than Oh, it's than a me. good time of year. Yeah. It's hard to know what to go do right now. That's yeah. the you well, know, especially of course here. I go birding, but uh you know, I I also am going to be flipping over some stuff and looking under it and Yeah. Yeah, the rubber boa. What an amazing creature. So, yeah, you can you can you can all, you listeners, you can all pray for me. Yes. That I find a rubber boa this summer. I like it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> that that can be low on your prayer list. If I, know I find a lot one, more, I'm going to pretend <clears throat> I don't see it until you come over. There's a lot more important things to pray find about. It. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, Gordon. next week we'll 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 decide. We don't have anything picked out. More for creature next time. features to come. Yeah, lots. Hey, All Gordon, right. thanks, buddy. Yeah, good we'll to see, see you next time. Thank you for listening. And remember, for all your homeschool science needs, go to noeoscience.com. That's N-O-E-O science.com. <laughs>